0: Hello, 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 and welcome to Newsy's Nook, a podcast where you can sit and relax while I try not to wet my pants. I am your host, Newsy Baby. How's everyone doing? How's your mental health? And how are my Locked Boys? We did it. Locktober is almost over. Uh, Did you make it? Are you proud of yourself? I'm, I'm personally pretty proud of myself. I... You know, before before this month, my my best was two weeks. and I was like, you know what? I want I want to go the whole month. I want to stay locked the whole month. And I did, and I learned a lot and I kept myself accountable by posting on Twitter. and I'm really proud of myself. Um, before the month ends, though, I think we need Bro sitter to check our cages one more time.
1: Hey you. Wow, I'm so impressed with you. You've almost made it. You went so super long without making stickies, haven't you? Whoa, that is a super duper big deal. You have been so good, yeah. And I know it's been tough, hasn't it? All those moments of weakness where you didn't think you could make it. All those... times those hormones rushed all over your body and made you so incredibly squirmy you didn't think you could hold it but now look you're almost there almost do you have everything ready for when you get unlocked it'll be tough but here's what you do okay you'll need to get your key wherever that is and get a hold of it then once you get a grown-up's permission you may unlock Or you can get them to do that part for you if it's kind of tricky. Then you can take your cage off. And when you do, make sure you say bye-bye, okay? Say bye-bye, Mr. Cage. It was so helpful all month long. It kept you out of trouble, didn't it? Then, of course, you'll need to wash up and hold it. (laughs) I'm betting you think it'll be time to get some release, right? Wrong. That'll be up to a grown-up. Plus, to be honest, it'll already be No not November. They might want you to go another month. (gasps) (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, buddy. Mostly. Now, I've had a lot of fun with you this month, and I hope you've learned your lesson. Stickies are a privilege, and they're sometimes something you have to earn and train for right and only big boys like me get to do them all the time but i hope that after this month you've inched just a bit closer to being a big boy okay well i've gotta go but you be good okay okay all right i'll see you later
0: In this week's Newsies News, I just want to give a quick update on TeddyCon. TeddyCon, if you don't know, is an age player event that happens the first week of November in Pennsylvania. Last week, the organizers said that they needed to postpone the event. They said this was always a possibility and it could be related to the pandemic. This week, they gave us a little more details. They said in past years, it takes about 60 staff and volunteers to help put on the event. They said leading up to their announcement about postponing the event that their volunteer numbers actually dropped to into the 20s. And in fact, they actually lost presenters before making that announcement. So to wrap up, they said that they're still figuring everything out. And as of right now, there's no word on when the event will happen. Ever went on vacation where diapers were the thing, right? You wear 24 7 and you know you're in your onesie the whole time and you're in little space the whole time and you meet other people who wear diapers, and not only do you meet other people that wear diapers, but you go on adventures with them, and they're wearing diapers too, and you're seeing new sights and you're experiencing, you know, new things. Well, I've never, but I had the honor of meeting Little Merman. Little Merman started his diaper tour in California, in San Diego, and he went up the coast meeting all these diaper boys, and he met me in Santa Barbara, and then he went up to San Francisco and met more diaper boys, and then he finished his, I'll call it his California tour uh, at Diaper Active. And I thought wow, that is so cool that, you know, your whole vacation was just diapers. Like, when does that ever get to happen? At least I've never experienced that. So I brought him into Newsy's Nook to talk about what does it take to put on this this diaper tour that you went on? And we also talked about his experience about getting a lock off Amazon and how that really didn't work out. And then what actually surprised me was when we were talking I learned that his boyfriend actually is vanilla. And not only is his boyfriend vanilla, but he actually figured out that Little Merman wore diapers. So here's my conversation with Little Merman about his boyfriend, Locktober, and his California tour.
2: It was a week and a half, I think 11 days. The idea actually came because a friend that I have in San Diego, an AVDL friend, We had met up in San Diego one time for West Coast, and I had started to grow a liking for California. And California has a lot of AVDLs just scattered across the place. It's not like Texas where um, it's kind of small pockets and you don't even know if they still exist because communication in Texas is just bad. So. I had known in West Coast, I had met people from LA. Um, I knew people from Instagram in San Francisco. And like you, I knew that you were in the LA Santa Barbara area. So I was like, well, everyone keeps telling me that the West Coast is beautiful. And I also want to meet people in person. So why not do both? And that's kind of how the idea came to be. Now with COVID, I. Originally, it was going to happen 2020, but because of COVID, it got delayed. So it took a year and a half to make.
0: Because how much of the tour was was planned? Like, did you have, I, I know you have spots in mind, but you didn't really go in knowing like, oh, I'm going to do this in LA or this in San Diego. You just kind of went with the flow.
2: On it, Honestly, that's, yeah, that's how it went. But that wasn't the original plan because I'm not much of a planner, but my friends around me like to plan a lot. So they had like broken down very detailed plans for me. And so I could have lived by that plan, but I don't like doing that. So I kind of went away from it and decided what would actually make me happy instead of following this rule book that my friends thought were the best thing to do. And of course they didn't know I was going to Cali to meet ABDL friends. They're just my regular well, they're just my vanilla friends. So I I didn't want to tell them, "Oh yeah, I'm I'm meeting all these other diaper wearers." So that's my main purpose.
0: <laughs> right, you couldn't tell them your real reasons. You had to keep it kind of secret of just like, "Oh, I'm going to the West Coast."
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: Was there something on your to-do list that you were like, "I have to do this on my tour?"
2: The two things that I really wanted to do, and just because I like being out in nature, is uh, and hiking would have been Yosemite, which sadly, I did not get to do because I found out a bit too late you needed a reservation. But I still hiked around the surrounding areas of Yosemite. Mm -hmm. So I got to at least explore that. And the main thing, because I'm a huge Space Nerd, was Griffith Observatory. Um, that's the second observatory I've seen up close. So I was really excited for that.
0: And you were padded for all of this, right?
2: Yeah. So during the majority of this tour, as you'll call it, it I was padded 24-7. I uh, didn't really have breaks. The only time I did have a break was coming back down from San Francisco into L.A. Uh, but That was honestly the hardest thing because I I had to stop like four times to use the restroom. And I was like, (laughs) wow, what a (laughs) mistake. (laughs)
0: Because your body was like, well, I've been so used to not holding it. So I guess I'll work now.
2: Right? Who knew? Just a couple of days wearing all the time. (laughs) Right. But I will say for Santa Barbara, that one, I knew that that was a destination that I wanted to stop by. I just didn't know what to do there. So it was fun being, well, it was for sure fun being there. And I think you were right. I think I do like some slight humiliation. Because after that, like I've been doing a bit more of that. And I was just like, man, I didn't want to prove him right. but think he might be right
0: Ooh, that's fun to hear yeah that's right because i made you i made you wear that onesie out in public and i made mm-hmm. you get into the car in just a onesie
2: yeah and i told my boyfriend that and he was like did you like it he's like how is it for you i was like i don't know i i like it and it's embarrassing but i i liked <laughs> i don't know i like being that embarrassed so he's he's been wanting to do more with that. So like he's taking me out as well, and here where we're at, like he'll be like, "Oh, just wear a onesie and like a hoodie, but don't zip it up." He's like, "I want to be able to see it." So I'm just like, "Oh, okay."
0: I didn't know that about you. I totally thought you were like already into the humiliation. I didn't know that was like one of your first times.
2: No, like I've gone out in public, like diapered, and like I I would wear a, a onesie under, but. would usually have like my zipper halfway up or um something that a onesie that isn't so like Mm little-esque so that for sure was kind of my more of my first time really doing that and i i really like the experience so you taught me something new about myself
0: oh that's fun that warms my heart yeah and then i'm looking at your instagram so is that what sparked the whole taking public pictures in all of these other places like Big Sur and and all these other like spots?
2: Honestly, yes, because originally that wasn't the idea. That wasn't part of my trip. Um, like I knew I wanted to take some photos some other places, but after that, like, who, where was it? It was Montaña de Oro. I went there and that picture was really hard to take but it was really fun because <laughs> there was a lot of people. It was hard co- not coordinating with people, but just finding that right moment.
0: Did someone see you?
2: I'm pretty sure someone might have accidentally seen me. Um, and I also fell trying to put up my pants. So it was
1: I oh, laughed no. later,
2: <laughs> but you could just see sand on me the whole way.
0: Right. Well, when I saw these photos, I was like, who's taking these photos? And I messaged you. I was like, did you just get like some tourists to take your diaper photos? And you're like, no, I have a tripod.
2: Yeah. Um, that shout out to like Mochi for giving me that tripod and let me borrowing it. So that, I wasn't expecting to use it that much. But after that, I was like, yep, I'm going to try this out.
0: Oh. <laughs> And then everyone you met on your on your trip, other other than me, did you know everyone on this trip? For so like the vast Michi majority, and me, yeah. The so, vast um,
2: majority, yeah. But there was new people I met, like you in person. I finally met. Um, I forgot their handle, but uh, Donkey Dope as well and i met some other friends up in the san francisco area
0: that's so cool i see that's what i think is the coolest part is like you like right it goes into that whole thing of you know you see people online you're like oh they seem really cool and then you message them saying like hey would you ever want to hang out and usually most times right like that never happens but you actually made it happen you actually got to meet
2: most of your friends
0: that you've met online
2: yeah, and for sure, it was hard coordinating this trip because I was like, oh, I hope, you know, I hope you're in town, you know, when I'm trying to come up. So that was my main concern. I was like, oh, I, you know, what if they're not in town? But I was like, you know, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Luckily, the stars aligned and I got to see all you people. So and especially after um, Diaper Active, that was a pretty fun night as well. I think that's that right. was like a good way to end it.
0: That's right. You and that was your first diaper active, right?
2: Yes, first and hopefully not last.
0: What did you think of it as like a first-time diaper active diaper active goer? What did you think?
2: I thought it was super cool that this event could be coordinated and you know, people in there, you know, not everyone was A BDL. Like there were some people I saw that were just like, oh, that's cool. And there was like no judgment, everything felt so easy. Like it didn't even feel like an extra event. It just felt like natural. And to see that, I, I thought it was really mind blowing because in Texas, I don't think something like that could happen unless it's in Austin.
0: Right, right. And you're and you're so right too. It, like it, do, it doesn't feel like an extra event. It just feels like a whole bunch of guys in diapers just showed up and started drinking at a bar.
2: Right. And no one, you know, better than I was just, yeah, let's have fun. And being able to see Don again, and I actually pick his brain as well, just to see, like, just cause I was curious, like, you know, how, how do you get all of this to coordinate was just really good insight for me.
0: Right. Why are you going to start one? Are you going to do a diaper active or are you going to do your own diaper active in Texas?
2: I told him about, it. I was like, you know, how would one go about doing something like that? And the reason for it's because, yeah, I would like to, if it's, you know, not in my hometown, at least in Austin. And because Austin's a bit more out there with how the city is structured. So I would like to see that because I know there's like a good amount of ABDLs in Texas. It's just, there's no real coordination in any place that how this occurs
0: right because you guys are so far apart Mm -hmm. was there anything on this trip that surprised you Mm -hmm. like any surprise experiences things that like you definitely didn't account for
2: well besides you awakening (laughs) an inner part of myself uh (laughs) i for sure was surprised on how just honestly, how welcoming everyone was in California. And, you know, I never, I will say I am a horrible person when it comes to texting. It's not my favorite form of communication, Um, but it's a necessary evil that must be done.
0: Mm -hmm. I feel that.
2: So everyone, you know, was very welcoming. No one, you know, was would shun me out or you know people were willing to show me new places like I saw cool things with talking. Dope we had drinks and you know just being able to talk to people whether it's ABDL re- related or not so that I'm really happy that that experience actually ended up being very well and I know like a lot of people would say oh because of COVID you know my social skills are lacking and I do feel like mine's probably are too so I'm happy I wasn't awkward.
0: <laughs> no, you were cute as can be. What would you say to someone that, because I, I feel like I that happens a lot too, where you know, you live in an area, there's not a whole lot of deals around. And so you kind of just have to take matters into your own hands. What would you say to someone that wanted to do either a East Coast or a West Coast tour? What What would you tell them if they were thinking about doing it?
2: I, for sure, give yourself enough time, make sure that you have enough time to do things that you wanna do as well as, you know, being able to communicate and meet people along that area. Um, and the reason why I say that's because you wanna also make sure that if this is a vacation for yourself, you're able to enjoy, you know, if you have side activities and projects, do you wanna you want be able to enjoy those as well and also be able to communicate with people and see them in person so time is very important I wouldn't cut yourself a, t- a trip like that short um,
0: right give yourself enough time to do everything yeah what is what are some tricks that you would tell people you know you know have you ever gotten like a message from someone where you're like where you don't know who they are and they're talking to you and talking to you and you're like, I don't, are we friends? Are we not friends? Have you ever experienced that before?
2: So I I, I think I'm culprit of that because I will, like if I think someone's page is really cool, I sometimes forget, you know, some people say have uh, something to talk about to begin with. Don't just come up with a hey, but I fall in culprit. Of that as well where i'll just message someone be like hey how are you and you know they might receive it as just like oh who is this and i've been on both ends so i would just tell people you know just be don't shun someone off so quickly um kind of be open to the conversation now i'm not saying like message everyone five billion times a day right um so if you do message someone You know, just know that they might not have the time to message you right away and don't take it personally. But for someone receiving that, that, you know, it's just out of the blue, just be open to it. You never know where that might lead because I think that's how I've met some friends on Instagram. I'll just be like, hey, how are you? They'll reply back. And then I remember that, you know, I'm just asking them casually, like if I've known them all my life. So. I would then initiate the conversation some other way, saying, oh, by the way, I really liked your post. I see that you're a Pokemon fan or something. What's your favorite Pokemon? Stuff like that. And, you know, that's kind of how you get to meet people.
0: Right, right. No, you bring up a good point. It goes both ways. It's kind of like you have to do like a cold hi, and then just hope that the other person responds. So we are nearing the end of October. Talk to me about your chastity buying experience.
2: So I think I got the short end of the stick for Locktober. Um, I had bought in a cage on Amazon and I, I had especially heard this before, you know, buy one from Amazon cheap just to see how it fits, get your sizing right. So I had bought a small kit. I thought, you know, this this could be it. I could go lock this whole month. Um, one, it arrived late, so I was kind of disappointed in that, but I at least participated in not, you know, doing anything. My boyfriend also helped encourage it by keeping me padded the majority of the time. But when I finally did get it, um, it was actually one of the first cages that I was really surprised that it actually fit me well. So, oh, I was, so you,
0: you got it on the first try, the size yeah. that fit you. Wow.
2: I was shocked because I had another Chastity cage, I think two years ago, and it it just didn't fit me well. It was just too tiny, it was very uncomfortable. So I was like, OK, I'm going to give Chastity another swing. Uh, didn't happen until this year but this one actually was surprising pretty well. So I was like, okay, you know, there's hope. I think on the fourth day, Mm -hmm. I felt something pinching me and I was like, oh, that's weird. It didn't, you know, I didn't feel anything weird, you know, down there the first three days and I had woken up and I noticed that part of the cage itself was broken and that broken piece was just like, pinching me slightly and i was like "Ah,
0: that must have been terrifying
2: it was so i didn't have my keys oh no uh, and i couldn't remember where i had put them away so i was looking frantically in the morning mm-hmm. luckily i found them i think 30 minutes later and i was able to take it off but it had like It broke in, not around the base, but more towards kind of the middle. And my assumption is, it's just, it it was just because constant straining. I was like, oh, okay, well.
0: Your dick was just too powerful.
2: I guess. I said not today.
0: (laughs) Your dick was like, no, thank you. We're taking this off now.
2: (laughs) Exactly. Um, But I was really sad because it fit well, so... The version I had gotten on Amazon was the King 3D, kind of a knockoff from that. Mm-hmm. So after that, I decided, you know, this product, even though it's the knockoff, it fit me pretty well. So I'm going to go for the real deal.
0: Have you ordered a real one yet?
2: I have. Has so it shown I'm up just, yet? No, it has not. I oh. yet. That, that I know if it hasn't shown up yet. So I'm hof- hopefully it will soon. And I'll try to do like a redo of Locktober probably whenever I get it.
0: Right. Maybe save it for No Nut November.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that's that's November. We can't mess with November.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I've gone a whole month 24-7. I want some fun now.
2: Right. I'm, it's, it's different. I'm, I like being 24-7, but... I did take a break while I was at it because of work, just because I needed a break for it from work. Right. But,
0: is your, I don't think I've ever asked this, is your boyfriend, He's he doesn't wear, does he? Is he vanilla?
2: Yeah, he's he's vanilla as well.
0: Ooh, talk to me about like, what was that like? Did he know about the diapers when you first got together?
2: So when we first got together, he didn't know anything about it. I didn't want to tell him until, you know, we were a bit more serious down the line. Mm-hmm. But I think I was like, uh, probably the first time he slept over, I had a blue water bottle and it had an ABU sticker on it. Uh-oh. I didn't think much of it because everyone else that's seen it in my life, just you know, they're like, oh, he, it's a dog. That's what people tell me. Right. I'm like, yeah, it's a dog. So he asked me, he was like, oh, what's Abu? And I said, (laughs) what? And he was like, that sticker on your water bottle. And I looked at it and it dawned on me. I was like, oh yeah, it's not a dog. It's an ABU sticker. So I told him, don't worry about it. It's just a sticker. It's about a dog. He said, okay. I didn't know that the next day he had researched it. <gasps> yeah. I I didn't know that. And apparently he told me that he went down a whole rabbit hole on ABU's website. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then he went on. I think he told me on Twitter because he has a Twitter and he was trying to just figure out more what ABU was about. And oh then what gosh. ABDL was about.
0: I can only imagine what he found on on abdl twitter
2: i'm not on abdl twitter but i'm worried what he, he, ha, he to this day he hasn't told me exactly what he found uh-huh. but i feel like he knows more than what he lets on because every so often he'll ask me he's like oh do you want to try this while you're pet and i'm like where are these ideas coming from so
0: wait what what is he wait i want to know what does he asked you what does he asked you that you want to try
2: so Uh some of the things he's brought up, he was like, oh, do you want to, like, be plugged up, like, while you're padded? And he's like, you know, we can just do that for the day. And I was like, you know, one, you, because when I knew him, he was like, no, Pretty Vanilla wasn't very aware about toys. Like, I had to explain the concept of toys Mm -hmm. to him. So I'm like, for him to bring up a butt plug into this, I'm like, you know, where where are we going here? I don't mind it. But I'm just like, how do you know this?
0: You're like, and- I don't mind the journey, but uh, where, are you, where are you getting all these destinations from?
2: Yeah. Oh, he did ask me once as well. He was like, are you into, he's like, are you a baby fur? And I was like, what is that? That one took me by surprise because I didn't really know what a baby fur was at that time.
0: You're like, wait, now you're bringing up terms <laughs> that I don't even know.
2: Exactly. So who knows what he founds there, but. I feel like he's plain dumb, so I feel safe, but we'll see.
0: How did he bring it up to you? I mean, like the next day, was he just like, Hey, I, I did some Googling, did some, did some research and here's what I found. Are you into this? Is that what, is that what happened?
2: No, he kept it a secret for two months. And I think after two months from that night, I was like, okay, you know, We've, I think by that time, we were like five months together. And I was like, you know, um, let me just bring it up to him. See, test the waters. And he told, when I brought it up, you know, it's, I didn't know how to bring it up. This would have been like the second time ever I brought it up to a boyfriend or anything. Mm -hmm. So I had told him about it, you know, me nervous telling him. And he just laughs. And I was like, why are you laughing? Because at that point, I was getting annoyed. I was like, why is he laughing at me?
0: Why are you kink shaming me?
2: All all he told me was, I already know. And so that changed the whole conversation that night into him explaining how he knew.
0: Did you immediately wear right after that conversation?
2: No. He asked me, he was like, do you want to wear? And I said no. Because I was still in shock. I think this was reverse shock. Usually, you know, us telling someone about our ABDL side, you know, they'll be a bit more surprised. But I think, like, he flipped the script on me, and I was just shocked that night. I was like, I need time to process. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. You were so prepared to tell him this big secret about you, and he's just like, uh, I already know. I already know about your DLs and your ABUs and your taikables
2: exactly
0: but he but he but it sounds like he's pretty supportive that's fun
2: he is he's he's always been one to like push me for it he's like if this is what you want like let's do it um and he's also more intrigued by more kink related stuff so he's also going through like his own you know kink journey so he's he's had things like he wanted to try water sports. He I was like, okay, you know, I'll give it a try. So he's going through his own journey as well. But he's always like if he's supportive of me, so I'm as equally or I try to be as equally supportive with him.
0: Oh, I love that. When was the first time you did wear with him? Because I know that's always like Right, it's a, it's a, it's a two-step dance. It's, uh, I need to tell my vanilla partner, and then the second part is now I need to wear in front of him. When, when did you finally wear in front of him?
2: Oh, that was, that was, uh, probably like, eight months in, of us dating.
0: So like three months after he did his Google searching. searching.
2: Essentially, yeah. And did you I bring was, it up? I just was wearing that day and he was like oh can i come over and i said sure but and i didn't want to change cuz you know my diaper was not fully wet but it was you know it's just there and i was like i'm not going to waste a good diaper
0: did so, you surprise him
2: essentially did you even yeah tell him? no yeah. i did not tell him i just surprised him i was like you know this is going to be the only way i can mentally handle this <laughs>
0: And what was his reaction? Walk me through it. Did he like open the door and you were just like on the bed? Like, here I am.
2: Okay. I need you to help me come up with these ideas on the fly. Cause I would have never thought of that. But <laughs>
0: <laughs> why, what did you do? Were you just like in like cargo shorts and just walking around? And then like, he was like, oh, your butt looks extra puffy. Like, is that what happened? That's, ex-
2: that's exactly how that happened.
0: Oh my like, gosh. Oh
2: yeah. I'm, I'm padded. And he was like, okay, he's like, why aren't he asked me, he's like, why are you wearing shorts? I was like, I don't know. Why am I wearing shorts? And he he
0: was like, did he make you take the shorts off?
2: Yeah, he was like, just take them off. I was like, okay. And we we spent the day like that, just hanging out on the couch. But I, I will say I was really nervous about that. But he was it didn't taunt him or anything he was just like okay I'm just worrying
0: meanwhile you're like why aren't you more shocked about this i want you to be more shocked
2: yeah i really do and i and i wonder if that's like our own internal psychology just messing with us like why aren't they shocked
0: right right yeah exactly i mean I'm, and then the, what about him has he checked you before like okay so now that so we've went from. He's researched it. He's now seen you. Has he like checked your diaper yet? Or are we not there yet?
2: No, yeah, he has. He checked me this morning.
0: Oh.
2: <laughs> he so said he's... I passed.
0: <laughs> he, he passed? What does that mean? Like you're not dripping? Exactly. <laughs> um, nice. Well then hopefully this isn't too personal, but like, you know, the next step in this progression is then like, you know, cuddling and touching and play and you know, playfulness. Have, have, have you incorporated that incorporated that into your, you know, your your playtime?
2: So for sure, cuddling, some playfulness. Um he's asked he's asked me for sure. He's like, Do you want to incorporate it more? But I think I'm need to be mentally prepared and I don't know if this might just be me holding myself back but I I would like to but I always say no and I'm like not right now so I I think that's a barrier I need to work on on myself but I, I think he seems to be much more prepared than I am
0: now that he knows that you're into humiliation do you think there'll come a day where he's like all right, boy, get on the bed while you're in diapered and you would answer that call.
2: I I would.
0: <laughs> I would. Yes. The answer's yes.
2: The answer's yes.
0: <laughs> Ooh, maybe I need you know what? Maybe I need to text him and be like, you know what? He's just waiting for you to say the right words.
2: Sometimes yes, because I will say he's very gentle and I like that about him a lot. But sometimes, you know, wouldn't mind it the right words coming out and it being a bit more commanding. I'd have been like, yeah, for sure.
0: Right. Well well you you bring up a huge point. It's it's so much so where, you know, my partner's also, you know, going through his own kink journey and, you know, it kind of stemmed from like him discovering it. And there is a difference, right? There's a difference between the between our partners like just engaging in it, right? Like checking our diapers, saying like, oh, are you soggy? To then like an actual like demanding figure saying like, you know, come over here, let me check your diaper, right? Like there's a difference. And sometimes we Mm -hmm. need the difference to get in the mindset. You can't just come up to us and say like, hey, let me check your diaper. Like you're like, no, like come over here, let me check you.
2: Yeah, that's true. But I will say, I don't know if you are, but I'm pretty bratty sometimes, so
0: me bratty never
2: Uh uh-huh but (laughs) one of us here for sure is or minimum (laughs) of one so he he for sure has seen more of that bratty side and i think when i'm too bratty he for sure takes more control and he's like no this is this not gonna happen now if i'm just playfully like no and i run away he'll be like oh he'll be back
0: (laughs) he'll be back. He'll be back for some more. Well, that's fun. That's fun that you guys are able to explore that together too. That must be like a very safe, safe thing for both of you.
2: Yeah, I I do think so. And I'm just happy, you know, he was open enough to even be receptive towards this and not think it's weird or just any just bad experiences I've had in the past. So Really? I'm just grateful for that. Now I wish I would have known about his own research so I could have helped blur some lines on whatever Twitter has. <laughs> so
0: has he seen your Instagram? Have you showed it to him?
2: So I did recently show him, and I think it was this year, kind of in June. I did finally show him my Instagram because he was he kept asking, like, can I see it? Can I see? It? And I'm like, no, no. Mm-hmm. And and he was like, why not? So it's like, I don't know, it's private. And he was like, okay. He's like, well, I don't have to follow you, just let me see it on your phone. So he finally saw it and he likes it a lot. And he was like, Ooh, he's like, do you and he's actually asked me this and I've never thought about this. He's like, would you want to do some pictures, you know, us together?
0: <gasps> would you?
2: I I would so i that's something that i just need the time to do and usually he'll so some of those photos like he'll actually help me take them when i'm like really in little space
0: oh wait now i'm going now i'm going through your instagram which ones has he taken
2: so i think the only ones that i have taken was the fifth one where i'm just watching bluey and i think the other one that he did oh where
0: you're bouncing on the ground
2: yeah that oh my for, gosh. that for me was like a legit headspace i, I was really feeling it that day
0: <laughs> you're too adorable in that video i honestly thought you just had a tripod wait now knowing that your partner took it that's so Oh my gosh, wait, that's so adorable because you're in such a little headspace in that in that moment, which means you are super comfortable with him.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Aw, I love that. Ooh, yeah. now I now I kind of want to know like what pictures you would do together. Like you like over his knee or something.
2: That's kind of the idea he wants. Yeah. Um, I haven't thought I'm not that creative, new. I am my pictures are pretty bland.
0: You can give him my Instagram anytime. I got loads of pictures ideas. If he ever runs out, I'll give him some ideas.
2: He will probably, he'll probably take you up on that.
0: Ooh, this is exciting. This is very exciting. Um, how about, so on the topic of relationships with vanilla partners, I always get the question of, or people always bring up to me like, oh, I'm just really scared about, um smells i don't know why but i always get this question of like oh i like they accept me wearing it but i'm just too scared to like use it in front of them because of smells i'm seeing your twitter you are no shy of wetting your diaper fully um have you has he seen you to the point of leaking does it bother him
2: it doesn't not bother him at all because i've actually even leaked on the bed (gasps) so it's sad sad stories like I I get fully embarrassed and he just laughs and he's like oh it's okay you're little and I'm just like no I'm sorry
0: (laughs) you're like no really I'm sorry
2: (laughs) but he he doesn't mind at all um and I did that's something I did bring up with him up front is that you know I do wet um and I told him I was like "I, I rarely mess but He's totally fine with me wetting and he hasn't had an issue with the smell. Now, he will say that every so often my towel will smell like baby powder. And he's like, that's "That's a bit concerning. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, how much baby powder are you using? I was like, I don't know.
0: You're like, I'm using the proper amount. Unless I'm walking around in a smoke cloud, it's not enough.
2: Exactly. Like you need to be able to like pat my butt and all these um, baby powder smoke comes out of it. Exactly, that's, that's how it needs to be.
0: Aw, would you say that? Would you say that this him knowing and him accepting has made your relationship stronger?
2: It for sure has. Um, with the fact that I feel that I am a person that closes myself off very easily. So if he he's been like compassionate enough and understanding enough for me to to hear me out and for him to like understand this side like helps him, you know, be able to talk to me or like just help me um, in any way, shape, or form. And so sometimes it just it helps me understand. Well, if I'm if he knows this about me and I trust him enough for this. Why shouldn't I be able to trust him in other things?
0: Right. Right. You guys have opened, you're both, both you guys have opened yourselves up to, you know, these deeper, these deeper um, things that you enjoy. And so it's opened the whole relationship up.
2: Yep. <clears throat> I, yeah, I, I agree with that.
0: Another question on the topic of relationships. So I don't know if you guys are open or not, but was he receptive of you meeting other DLs in the beginning? I know that kind of becomes a problem with a lot of um, vanilla ABDL relationships, is sometimes the vanilla partner will say, like, oh, you can't meet other DLs because it might be considered cheating.
2: So that was, it's funny that you bring that up because that for sure was kind of one of the initial hiccups. Uh, because he did ask, he's like, "Oh, you know, what happens when you meet other ABDLs, or you know, what what exactly goes down?" And I told them, you know, based off past experience, it's just you know us literally now, or we change each other. Um, you know, I was like, I I don't think I've had much sexual endeavors like on the DL side, but. Most of my friends have been AB. Um, and I was like, even if it is, I was like, I don't I don't think it's much of a concern. Because I told him, I was like, at the end of the day, I'm with you. And so he, I, I don't think he liked that answer at first. Um, but the more we had talked about it, it got to the point that he was like, I think he understood kind of what I was trying to say. And he was like, oh, OK. he's like, that's fine. Because when I was going to California, um, I think that was that was the conversation that popped up before California. But by the time I was leaving, the conversation had ended. Like he's like, you know, I trust you, and he's like, if you do do anything, you know, just be safe. And I was like, okay. So I think we might have opened it on under those terms, but. It's never been an issue up to now. And I think he's just had to understand that, you know, not if I go meet an ABD friend, it's not necessarily, yeah, we're just going to go do something sexual right away. You know, sometimes it's just, you know, we're hanging out, we'll change each other, and that's it.
0: Right. Wow. I didn't know it was that recently. I didn't know that that conversation happened so recent to California.
2: Yeah. So it's, it was a very long conversation. I think that conversation was for sure a month's worth of, okay, let's, you know, talk about it. Let's pick each other's brain and, you know, see what makes you uncomfortable. Why doesn't it bother me or, you know, just understand both viewpoints.
0: Right. And how is he after the trip? Is is he like, okay, cool. I trust you now go meet other yeah. go meet other dl's squish around if you want
2: yeah um he he has he just asked me he's like did you have fun he i told you he's like your biggest fan he thought you were you're the son and i was just like yeah that's easy. <laughs> i was like i got to meet him in person he was like oh my god so you're like
0: he's shorter than i thought he was <laughs>
2: I actually haven't told them told them that small detail.
0: Cause ever since you brought that up, now I get that all the time. They're always like, Oh yeah, you're smaller than I thought you were. I'm like, I'm only five four.
2: Nah, I th- I think I think you're about my boyfriend's height too. So Really?
0: Oh, interesting.
2: I think he might be five six if anything. So you, you two so are you- right around there.
0: So you really are a big baby. So you, over, so you, like <laughs> you're taller than him. Yep. Aw. Uh, in wrapping up, what would you say? I did. That's. This is so fun. We started the conversation on your California tour, and now we're talking about. And then we went to Chastity. Now we're on relationships. So closing out, what would you tell someone that's in a vanilla relationship and? you know, either they haven't told their partner yet, or, you know, they're thinking about telling their partner, what would you, what advice would you give them?
2: Man, I'm not good at advices, but I think for sure, it's knowing what you want from yourself um, and kind of giving yourself that priorities because there's, you know, there's things people can live without. And if ABDO is one of them, you know, you, I would still for sure say, tell your partner, um I've been in the situation where my partner hasn't necessarily been inclusive about it and that relationship you know wasn't what was best for me in a lot of ways so you kind of had to weigh those pros and cons
0: so being ABDL is a non-negotiable for you you're like I need a partner that needs to support this
2: I do think so and I don't think I could be with someone that's like, you know, you can do it on your own. Uh, just don't involve me. I don't think that would work for me anymore. I think it has to be like, they don't necessarily have to be a caregiver, but at least me being fine with me wearing around them.
0: Right. And, and accepting all the aspects that come with it, you know, meeting other people and mm-hmm. and wedding and, and being in whatever space that you that you enjoy to be in.
2: Yeah, for sure.
0: Oh, I love that. Well, where can people find you if they want to continue to see these photos and hopefully one day see a photo of you and your partner together?
2: Well, hopefully that's soon. I'll talk to him about it. But you for sure can follow me on Instagram at merman.little.
0: Because we just have Instagram.
2: Yeah, sadly, I only have Instagram. I'm thinking about making Twitter. If I do, I'll for sure post it on my Instagram.
0: Ooh, see, I think that's—I think Twitter's where it's at. I always like to call Twitter like the gay LinkedIn. You see everything you want to see there. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for joining me in Newsy's Nook.
2: Thank you, Newsy. Have a great day.
0: You too. Bye. 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 All right, kiddos, I got to go change out of this soggy diaper. But before I go, make sure to follow me on Instagram and Twitter at NewsyBaby, And make sure to check out that link in bio for that Just for Fans link. I just posted a new video. And make sure to use promo code NewsyBaby at the Playtime store for a little bit of a discount. All right, kiddos, I got to go change. See ya. Bye. know how to read. I don't know how to read, but I heard Playtime has a new bi-weekly online kink magazine. It's called Playzine. Yeah, I heard if I knew how to read, I could read about different fetish lifestyles, events, entertainment, and news. I guess I gotta go to the Playtime website to practice my reading skills.